What's going on, Packers fans? Aaron Negler here with Cheesehead TV, joined by a very special guest, a man who no Packers fan needs an introduction to, but I'll give him one anyway. This gentleman played in all 17 games last season, started seven of them, tallying 31 tackles, 18 of them solo, three sacks, five tackles for loss, eight quarterback hits, and three pass defensed. It's Packers linebacker Kingsley Enigbare. Kingsley, thank you so much for joining me, man. No problem. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Uh, I, you're welcome. Hey, it's the dead period, right? It's that time. It's that deep breath before the plunge into training camp and the season ramps up and all of that. Have you been getting away at all? I mean, what have you done since the end of the offseason program? Are you just chilling at home? What, what have you been up to? Uh, I mean, I took a little trip to Cancun early on and uh, right after the season, like a couple weeks after the season. And uh, that was probably, I guess, the biggest thing I've been doing since or done since. Um Mainly, yeah, mainly just been working, working out, trying to get better, trying to improve from last year and just love it. Yeah. But Atlanta itself is kind of a vacation. <laughs> yeah, I'll bet, especially when you're living in Green Bay for the rest of the year. Uh, but speaking <laughs> yeah. of Atlanta, uh, growing up in Atlanta or around that area, how early on did you know you wanted to play football? Is it something you knew from an early age? Is it something that came a little later? Uh, when did you know? Uh, so, kind of, so I guess my first instance, like, of just knowing about football. I was like four or five, and uh, me and my sister and my uh, one of my brother, my brother um, was pretty much walking through the neighborhood at the time. And then it was uh, like some dogs or whatever. We stopped to walk or stop and like petted one of them. Then another one came from like the garage or something, like a chihuahua. <laughs> they started chasing me, so I'm running. And then like the owner that uh, like the owner ended up catching the dog or got the dog back, and he was like, "Yeah, right. that kid gonna be in the NFL." And ever since then, that, that kind of stuck with me. Then like. Then, uh, so I guess when I first started playing football, like, uh, it was, I was six. So like a year or two later, um, uh, one of my friends in the neighborhood or whatever, like we was playing outside, da, 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 da. And then uh, the coach came to pick him up. I'm like, they ain't just going to leave me like that. Like, where are you going? And like football <laughs> practice. And I was like, shoot, can I come? And then, uh, the coach pretty much was like actually for parents or whatever. Then, um, uh, the rest is history. That's great. Uh, <laughs> so you 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 obviously grow up playing ball and you achieve this dream, right? I mean, anybody who's throwing the football around in the backyard dreams of playing in the NFL, you actually achieve it. Where were you when you were drafted? Were you at home? Were you with family? What was that day like? Yeah, uh, so pretty much uh, so all my family, uh, my family, uh, my mom, my brother, sister, my godparents, and uh, my auntie, my, and my niece and nephews pretty much was at the crib. Um, watching it all together, then got that call, and it was just pretty much just a flux of uh, emotion, <laughs> um, like pretty much undescribable. Knowing that I'm here, knowing my dreams are actually here, like right. li- literally living a dream that almost every kid grow up live want to live. So definitely a blessing. Definitely feel like I came to the right organization. That's right. That's right. Uh, yeah. Do you remember who was on the phone when they called? Uh, it was it a scout? Been, was it a GM? Do you I think it, uh, I, I think it might have been Joey B, uh, our D coordinator. Right. And um, I guess they passed the phone around to the sure rest of the guys. But I think Joey awesome. B was the first one uh, pretty much make that call. That's great. I mean, he's he's an upbeat guy, no no doubt oh, yeah. about it. So I'm sure he was he was pumped to have you. There's, oh, yeah, there's zero definitely. zero doubt about it. <laughs> um, looking back at your rookie season, uh, I think anybody watching it, an observer, Packers fan or just a neutral observer would agree that you really stepped up 
for the team when the team needed you after Rashawn went down. It's no secret. You really, you know, got thrust into a major role. Yeah. Uh, was was there a game or a moment, either before or after that that point, where you thought, okay, that's it, that's the standard? Not that I've arrived or anything like that, because I don't think guys ever feel like they've arrived at any right. point. You're always working to get better. But was there a moment where you're like, yeah, okay, I belong. That's the standard, and if I can keep building off of that performance or that play, uh, I'll know I'm I've got something I've got something working here in the NFL. Uh, I'll probably say it was the. Uh... Tennessee game so that would have been like I guess my second third start or something like that but that's right. the only that's like one of the first games where I really felt like uh pretty much felt like myself again felt like it was college um kind of felt normal in a sense um mm. and that was I felt like I was pretty much had an impact uh pretty good impact on that game whether it was on the run stops or uh affecting the pass my pass rushes um that's for like not a complete game, but to that point, that was my complete game on both sides, like whether it's right. run and stopping the pass. I mean, you're tackling Derrick Henry in that game. That's no joke, you know? Yeah. Uh, they're, they're, yeah. They're, there's, it was funny because I was when I knew we were talking, I went back and watched the Dallas game, the Tennessee game, and it's like, man, you're shedding blocks and tackling Derrick Henry at the line of scrimmage. Is that – is? I know you're not doing it in the game, but maybe the – following the week when you're looking at the tape or whatever you're like man that's that's derrick henry is there do you yeah. ever have that kind of moment as a rookie in the nfl uh yeah uh <laughs> mainly with quarterbacks with tom brady so i would mainly say it was like oh good point right so when we played uh tom brady uh the pack or the bucks mm-hmm. i think i i was i like i had a pressure or something but like i ended up like scraping at his legs because i'm trying to get him <laughs> but he ended up throwing the ball but that's probably the game where I was like, dang, I'm 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 out here really with guys I grew up watching, guys who right. are pretty much legends in the game. So that was probably the the first moment where I was like, not starstruck, but like, right. dang, yeah, I'm here, I'm here. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. It's only a kick, a jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go 
to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Right. (laughs) Speaking of that, like that jump, right, from the college to the pros, what's the biggest challenge you faced or the biggest adjustment you needed to make in your game? Or was there one? Or was it a question of just getting on the field more and more reps and more getting comfortable with the speed of the game, the physicality of it? What was the biggest adjustment from college to the pros? Uh, I'll I'll probably say just reps and experience. Like, I guess the difference between rookies and the vets, like the vets, like like Preston Smith, for example, smartest, smartest, I don't know what, like, he knows what's about to happen before what's going to happen. So things like that, like, which only comes with experience. Like, I mean, essentially, everyone in the league made it in the league because they have the talent, the ability to, to make plays or succeed or whatever. But I guess the best to separate themselves from, I guess, the mental aspect of it, whether it's catching up the game speed or just, like I said before, just knowing, being, being able to predict the play before it becomes based off formations, based off, I guess, your keys, based off what the tackle is giving you, um, just little things, just which comes with experience and I guess ultimately full film study. I love it. Uh, is there speaking of film study and just study in general and working on your craft and becoming the player you want to be? Is there a specific area of your game that you want to focus on during training camp and preseason to get ready for the for the second year of your NFL career, or is it just a question of trying to build off of what you did last year? Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll probably say that just being more consistent. I feel like. Um, Throughout last season, this um, OTAs, I pretty much showed I can make the plays, get to the quarterback, I can stop the run, but just doing it on a consistent basis and being more dominant with it and um, on an every down, every down basis. I know there's always pressure in the NFL because that is all uh, that is almost always the uh, go to answer when uh, guys get asked this question. So I'm going to get that out of the way. We know there's always pressure in the NFL, right? But do you feel any kind of maybe not pressure, but responsibility or things of that nature, because you know, there's a good chance that Rashawn's not going to be ready for the start of the season. Mm. You're going to be in the mix a whole hell of a lot more, much like you were at the end of last year. Is that on your mind at all? Is that something you think about or is it just ball? Ball. Um, pretty much just ball. Just pretty much just me versus me and just trying to get better each day and just, I guess, focus on what I can focus on, what I can focus on and control. And um, right. ultimately I feel like you can do that and just stand your, stand your lane and just lock in. Everything else is going to come. Um, so, yeah, I mean, yeah, pretty much you can't worry about too much because that's when everything starts to feel like it's cluttered and right, right. dark and stuff come being thrown. So it's pretty much <laughs> a stand focus head, um, focus in on the task at hand and be, be where your feet are. I love it. Uh, where your feet are right now or is down in the Atlanta area, in a couple of weeks you're going to be up in Green Bay. Oh, yeah. uh, and speaking of Green Bay, uh, it can be quite an adjustment for a young man who maybe grew up in a much larger urban environment, how do you find uh, the city, the thriving metropolis of Green Bay? Uh, what, <laughs> is there a, a place you like to hang out or, you know, place, uh, a restaurant that you like? What, what, what do you like about living in Green Bay? It's move. I, I actually kind of like it, especially for what it's worth for 
um, being being able to lock in, I feel like it's right. no way impossible to get in trouble in Green Bay. There's <laughs> not there's not too many options to get. Oh, well, you'd be supply. You'd be surprised, Kingsley. We we yeah. got we've had we've had some stories, but yeah. I hear you. It's it's a bit of a fishbowl, and you're yeah. you are kind of like locked in because of a lack of maybe choice of a million things to do while you're right. in the city. It's it, you kind of have to concentrate on ball. I would suspect. Then it's smooth too, because like I tell people all the time, like here in Georgia. Someone could be five, essentially five minutes away, but it's going to take you 30 minutes. <laughs> but the longest you're going to drive in Green Bay oh. is 20 minutes. The furthest you're going to drive is 20 minutes. Like, only experience traffic once in Green Bay. Right. Like, you're going to experience traffic anytime you touch the road in Atlanta. So, like, things true. like that, that you definitely uh, appreciate. I love it. Uh, what do you like away from football? Uh, is there a, a movie series? Are you a Marvel guy? Do you, is there a... a the musical uh, artist you love like what 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 are you doing what are you chilling to when you're not like playing ball either playing a game <laughs> call of duty 2k all man, right all um, right then i kind of like a lot of artsy stuff like i know back in school i used to paint shoes and like customize shoes and stuff like that now oh that's cool yeah then uh i guess like a month ago i just bought a camera and uh, i'm gonna start start nice. taking pictures and stuff like that and pretty much create experiences and lasting memories with that but yeah, I like a lot of uh, arts and crafts stuff, kind of stuff. The, That's really cool. Much, kind of we'll have to like we'll have to hook you up with Evan, the photographer for the Packers. Uh, oh yeah, you, we should have a, we should have a Kingsley and Igbari like series during training camp, like Kingsley's oh, yeah. photos or something. That'd be cool. I'll, be I'll, I'll definitely I love it. <laughs> I love it. That's so great. Uh, well, Kingsley, I really cannot thank you enough for the time, man. And look, it, I know Packers fans are really excited for your second season. We're really excited for you here at Cheesehead TV. Thank you for the time, and uh, good luck this season uh, with the Green Bay Packers. No problem. Thank you. Thank you for having me.